Hello, people of the Earth planet. It's Al Lover again with the Elevated Transmissions podcast. This week, I got my man Andrew O'Neill from the band Mondo Drag and Nivellis. And uh, we get really high and talk about some cool music, some post-hardcore, some post-punk, lots of post, lots of post and protos. So uh, if you guys like that kind of stuff, then I think you'll enjoy the interview. Um, there's definitely some hilarious points um, in terms of us just being too stoned to remember what we're talking about. But other than that, I think... Uh, it's a great interview, and uh, I love this guy. He's been around SF for a while, doing really cool stuff, uh, and just a overall great dude. So I think that we should give it up for my man, Andrew O'Neill, and uh, hear what he has to say, because it's worth listening to. All right. Thanks, guys. I'll s- see you on the other side. Fuck yeah, dude. God damn. Threaten me with a good time. <laughs> Flask life. Flask yeah. life. I should have brought my headphones too, dog. That's all good. I'm just going to... We don't really need them. Just as long as you kind of keep close to the mic. And right. I can adjust... I can boost the volume a little bit For on sure. there too. It's kind of just like fly by the fucking... Oh, yeah. By the whatever something. Fly by something. Fly by whatever something. Fly by whatever something. You've heard that saying before, right? Yeah. Universal. Understood in many languages. But yeah, it's kind of loose, you know? Uh I'm just not really editing anything. And just throwing it on there. Because I don't really care that much. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of fun to leave the idea. Yeah, it's kind of fun, man. It's just like, hang out. I was just interviewing Pat, and uh, he's like not drinking or smoking any this month. So yeah. it was kind of like, uh, I was like stoned and being like, and he was kind of like, yeah. So I was like, you need a drink, dude. Like, <laughs> loosen you up, man. Yeah. I love that guy. I do too. It was fun, though. So it was good, man. What's man. new? What's on the horizon? Just uh, just mostly working right now, but yeah, uh, probably got some shit lined up for next year. Maybe record a, another record. Trying to get that Van Nivellis on track again. Yeah, that was that your uh, post rock. Yeah, yeah, thing? it's like Mogwai-ish, Yeah, I guess. yeah. I've seen. I saw you guys at uh, Brick and Mortar. I think one time. Yeah, we played with Pulling the Butchers and. Uh, like uh, dissolve, yeah, and Highlands from Long Beach. Okay, so dude, Scott Holmes, man, it's like porch party people okay. out there. I don't know anything of what that is, but it sounds cool. <laughs> yeah, I kind of, I kind of miss that scene sometimes, but it's fun up here too. Is that where you're from? I, I was born in East LA, like, but I moved up here like 11 years ago. Word. I think I'm moving to L.A. next year. 
Yeah. Yeah. I Where do you think you're going to stay? I don't know, man. I'm a friend of mine is moving down there, and she was like, yeah, I mean, looking for a roommate. And I was like, I'm, you know, I've kind of, Austin's been fun, but it's kind of just ready to get back to the West Coast kind of thing. You, the Doja. The Doja. <laughs> yeah, this is. The doja is a main component of uh, of the of the idea of the move. I still smoke weed like I'm in California and Texas, and forgetting that. I mean, obviously Austin is chill, but like I'll be blazing up, and people are like, what, 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 what are you doing? Yeah, it's dude. pretty chill there though. A lot of the back porch areas you, and the bars and shit, you can kind of smoke weed and get yeah, away. Yeah, dude, it's so much fun out there. We went, we we went to a few bars when we were down there for like the end of our last tour. Oh yeah, you guys played. Um, with Mondo Drag. Yeah, yeah. Because you're in Mondo Drag. I, yeah, I was going <laughs> to mention. Um, it's fucking one of the my favorite bands right now, killing it. Thanks, homie. It's fucking very humbling to hear that. Well, yeah, we got to play like some tight shows in Austin, like uh, their boys Crip Trip in the Well. And then the next yeah, day. Yeah, DJed a show that Crip Trip played, yeah, played recently. Was, yeah, they're, they're good, they're man. Great, they're dude. really fucking they're good. They're so young and so talented, man. I think I shotgun vests. I think I shotgun like fifty beers with those dudes together on wizard tour. status. That's that's like the homies you hang out with, and they're like, "You guys want to see wizard status? Who can get to yeah. wizard status?" Dude, you ever played that game before? Dude, yeah, my homies used to do it at the like at the house all the time, just chilling at the house. Dude, so um, the one and only time I ever played that game was uh, with some of the fist fam homies, the rap homies, mm-hmm. and we were camping like somewhere in Northern California, and uh, definitely got to wizard status, then went crawling through the fucking woods. Mm. Like I think we were like taking mushrooms and shit too. Getting fucking getting wild, dude. <laughs> just wizard on the fucking top of a fucking peak, looking down on the on the land, and uh, dude. So a couple days later, I woke up and I had all this fucking like I had gotten poison oak oh, all over my dick. Fuck, dude. I think I slept with my I was in the tent like with my hands in my pants or something because it was cold. And dog, That's one of the worst <laughs> experiences of my life. So rough, dude. It was I, hel- it's hilarious. I can't imagine. I no, can't it was imagine. it was it was insane. It was insane. Luckily, I was too drunk to fuck the girl that I was hanging out with at the time. Lucky her. Oh my god, that would have been horrible. <laughs> rough, dude. So bad. But so that's my wizard. That's what happens Damn. when you fly too close to yeah. the wizard moon. Yeah, get I'm, that lighter. I do. I I got one uh, right here. Oh, cool. Thanks. Dude. So, yeah, man. So, yeah, speaking of wizards, what's up with the Mondo? <laughs> we we uh did a lot of touring this year, so I yeah. think we're, we're going to really focus on writing a new record right now. Like, mostly we've been jamming new shit, but our next show is, like, the 30th for Chelsea's birthday with, speaking of wizards, yeah. Glitter Wizard. Man, I saw them the other night at Bottom of the with Hill. With Oh, you're so lucky. I had to wear a double that night. I was I, so bummed. I was pretty faded, so we left before hot lunch, um, which I regret doing, but I was just like, it was time to go. 10-year anniversary. Dude, they probably crushed it. I bet. But, um, yeah, man, Glitter Wizard was... I've seen it. You know, I've seen him like few times like living yeah. in sf when i was here and shit but god damn those motherfuckers throw a good show micah just he always has some weird crazy antic 
like he thinks of for the next show to one up the show before like so like the first like first like they had like a hype man that came yeah. out dressed as Randy Mercho Savage. man dude yeah. that's, Merch- that's Merchio man, man. <laughs> that's, 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 a st- that's a staple no that's Bristol he's fucking their Mercho man and like he'll sell their merch and dress up in costumes and be their hype man I heard in the middle in the, in the middle of the set he like switched costumes and Micah and him walked off stage and he came out like with a lizard head with a lizard head yeah. and then Micah on a leash yeah Micah had like the uh, the full like uh, gimp suit on or whatever <laughs> but before that he had like the 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 cod piece kind of oh, like yeah. with uh with the spikes with the silver spikes oh, all over it yes. and a cape yes Dude, Great. first first time I ever saw Glitter Wizard was at Chemo's. It was like, remember it was like on Polk. And yeah, like Chemo's. I remember. Polk yeah, old punk spot, like yeah, up, up yeah. top. It was like we, upstairs. There used to be tons of punk shows, and yeah. Glitter Wizard played there. And fucking all Micah was wearing for like the first half of the set was like this giant brown cloak. <laughs> <laughs> and, and halfway through the set, he just rips off the cloak and all he's wearing is like a rainbow banana hammock <laughs> like that is all he was wearing the rest of the set and i was in tears laughing dude oh they're man. incredible and yeah they're great cr- their new record sounds great too man yeah they played a couple tracks off it uh at the show obviously the um what's it called like hollow, hollow earth, earth tour, tour yeah yeah, I was supposed to interview Greg, uh, but he was busy this week, so I'm hoping the next time I come back to that town. That dude's working hard these days at yeah. the Parkside, man. He's, yeah. He's doing a good job, too. Is he booking over there? Yeah, dude. He oh, just sick. booked He just booked one of these, one of the bands I haven't seen for like 10 years called Daughters, and they're from Providence, Rhode Island. I've heard the name before. It's like crazy, weird art, metal madness. Mm-hmm. Like just crazy time signatures and everything, and like just dissonant guitars but they just blend perfectly with heavy chords and yeah dude they were so great live like and he, shit, huh? he booked that he booked that show and yeah. got them on there with loma prieta and the body which is nice. pretty solid lineup he's doing good over there dude i'm good right now um yeah glitter wizard shout out glitter glitter wizard one of the best my bands dogs. working right now my dogs <clears throat> but yeah, you guys were busy this year. You had a record. Yeah. What was the name of the record again? Uh, the o- the occultation of light. Yes, Sorry. yes, yes. Yeah, that's a that's a dope dope one, man. And you guys were over at Europe in Europe. Yeah, we spent uh, the first two weeks sharing a Shakira's old bus with Pentagram. <laughs> How was that? Nuts. <laughs> Absolutely nuts. Yeah, I forgot that you guys were opening for them over yeah, there. Yeah, I remember you told me about shade, that before. Yeah. You were like, "Yo, keep it on the DL." Like, I don't know if it's it's yeah. connected yet. Yeah, and then fuck, like it just ends up happening. I never imagined like that happening ever at all. It's pretty surreal. And we got to do a little bit in the Midwest with them too, but it wasn't nearly the same as yeah. like sharing the same bus with fucking pentagrams. Like, what? This is insane. So were they wilding? Like. Dude, they're, pr- they're all like Christians, kind of now. Really? It's kind of weird. Bobby's... Speak on that. <laughs> I mean, I can't say much, but like, <laughs> we're like friends on Facebook, and like, I don't want to like, yeah, say any, good. I don't, I don't want to spread any negative vibes, but like, yeah. you know, it just gets like really, really preachy, like, 
Christian. Like it sounds like lyrics to a song Christian. I'm like, fuck. So Pentagram is a Christian rock band. They they so they play as Pentagram, but they don't play with the actual Pentagram logo anymore. It's just like just the name. Just the name. It's like hmm. But they're like they're really nice dudes. Fucking. Peter Campbell is such an awesome dude, and I would love to tour with that guy in a heartbeat yeah. again. Um, you know, Dan Lively, their sound guy, is pretty. He's pretty wild, but he can be cool too. That's just that's just a crazy thing to hear, man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that must have been surreal. Yeah, dude, chilling with Bobby every day. We had like a lot of nicknames for him, like <laughs> the Pentagram guys and us. Oh yeah, yeah. There were just way too many. Mr. Burns and shit, you know? Yeah. With like a Peter Sellers. Um, yeah, Dr. Strangelove. Just so many. Yeah. That's funny. He, he, was, really, he was really nice to us, though. And I've, I've never, you know, I started to watch that documentary about Pentagram. I, I still haven't sat through the entire thing yet. Yeah, I kind of watched like a third of it and then was just like, I think I fell asleep and then just didn't ever went back to it. Just kind of a bummer. Majority yeah. of it, yeah. like, yeah, it's kind of like uh, I'm glad he's doing all right. I mean, yeah, he's hanging in there. He's he's not doing you know hard drugs per se, but yeah. designer drugs, if you will, like mm. pills, tons. So is he Christian too? Nah, he's just Bobby. So the yeah, he's his own he's, entity. He's in his own world yeah. all the time, dude. Those old rockers are. They're they're partied out, dude. Yeah, dude. For sure. It's like they kind of gotta keep going. Yeah. <laughs> if they in stop. order to if they stop, it's yeah, over. It's like the whole why, shit is yeah. done. Yeah, yeah, man. Jesus. Um, but yeah, so you guys were on tour with Pentagram. It sounds fucking yeah. Elder too. The second two weeks of that European tour, uh-huh. and those are like the tightest dudes. They're so great. Yeah. Oh, man, we had so much fun with those dudes. Like, we get to play with them a pretty, pretty solid run and, like, saw each other every day and just... They're like the homies, dude. That's what's up. Such great dudes. That makes a a tour that much more, Mm -hmm. like, important. Or, like, the experience that much better when you can actually just be, like, just the homies. Like, we're, we're here with, like, another group. And, yeah. like, we're all just having a good time. And they're, like, the same age as us and, like, partied just as much and, like, smoked just as much weed. So we were, like, <laughs> always helping each other out with That's weed. That's what's up. Weed brothers. Weed brothers. That's what's up. Where? Well, shall we uh, get into a couple of these tracks you yeah. picked? Yeah, for sure, dude. I kind of left them in the order that, that you sent them as. Yeah, Is there, I was uh, thinking maybe we could switch, like, that... Maybe the ah fuck it, let's just do it that way. So yeah, so we can get into uh, some jams. Um, my man Andrew O'Neill picked out. Speaking of which, I don't even think I introduced you yet. No, properly. Ooh. Whoa, <laughs> we got into a, a stony space. <laughs> so this is uh, my man Andrew O'Neill. He's from the band. Uh, Mondo Drag, and how do you pronounce your other band? It's called Niveles. 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 Cool. Yeah. And uh, he brought us 10 burners <laughs> today. So the first one is True Widow, a Dallas band, yeah? 
Yes. I've never I've I've heard this name a bunch, but I've never listened to their music before. They are really awesome folks from Dallas, Texas. And their first two records are incredible. And uh this is actually my favorite one. And I think this might be their fourth record. What the hell is the name of this record? It's got two V's. Yeah. Looks like Avulgari. Avulgari. Yeah. I thought it was like AWOL, because like, you know yeah. how some people will be spelling the, the new Google search spellings? Yeah. You know, uh, they are always really cryptic with their song titles and <laughs> yeah. never really get specific. <laughs> this one's called OOPTV. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but, dude, I thought of a, uh, that made me think, I thought of a best name for a record, uh, CCTV Factory. CCTV Factory. I think that's going to be my new like dance record, dude. I think dude. there's like a band called CCTV I've seen, but I haven't listened to their shit. Yeah, I don't know. I just think about when it, because you know whenever you're like walking through London, you always see like the CCTV yeah, yeah. is watching like signs Everywhere. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But I was in the, then I was just thought of like CC, uh, CC Music Factory or whatever that, what was that old, uh, that old oh, dance shit? Fuck. CNC Music Factory. Uh, I think it was. So then yeah. I was like CCTV Factory. I yeah, that'd be kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> but this track is called OOPTV um, from True Widow. Should we get into it? Yeah, totally. let's fucking get into it.
What's what's the fucking um what's the effect that's on that? I can't even Dude, it's I don't got know. some they sort got of weird some crunchy fuzzy crunchy kind of yeah. fuzzy bass tone and I like the guitar riff too is integral. It's like just as heavy as a bass tone. They always like keep it super heavy but super catchy it's catchy and and it's also like there's like almost like a minimalism to it you Always. know what i'm saying With all their yeah. stuff it's super minimal but super like their tone is just yeah like really pretty, good pretty they're pristine. on relapse records right yeah yeah with another friends band nothing and yeah true widow and them just played together in dallas a few days ago is nothing are they from like Philly or something? Yeah, they're from yeah, Philly. Yeah, they do it's yeah. kinda like a heavier, like shoegazy kind of vibe or yeah, something. Yeah, like kinda like Nirvana ish, mm-hmm. but like I think they played Levitation like a yeah, couple they, years ago. They definitely did. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Yeah, they're sick. I hope True Widow plays one of them Levitation soon, man. Shit, I hope there's Levitation soon, goddammit. Yeah, I know. That that sucked. Yeah, last year. last year was tough. But you know what? I think you know they're they're they like kind of like they're like we're not doing it this year and i think they're going to be able to come back strong in 2018 and that's kind of you know you got to do what you got to do hoping so dude sometimes you got to regroup yeah um but yeah i i uh well this is one of the things i was like i proposed this to the guys i was like hey man because we did a few episodes of the podcast when we were working on the pet sounds compilation Mm -hmm. that i did Mm -hmm. with them just to kind of get some like promotion going and have some content and shit and then i was like well I want to kind of start this podcast new for 2017. And I was like, would you guys be willing and down to like kind of help push this out? And they're like, hell yeah, like we'll, we'll help out. And I was like, it'll be good. Like, even if you guys are taking a year off, at least we'll have something like to keep people in people's ears yeah, about. Sure. And, um, cause man, those dudes are so fucking such a, like a force in yeah. the scene, you know? And like, so important. I feel like definitely just want to try to do something especially to like help out at least the, a little bit, especially out there. It's- yeah yeah it's uh well man they've been doing them like i mean they were doing like chicago and france and oh, like vancouver. They did vancouver and uh yeah so i mean they're kind of hoping it yeah hoping yeah to get, hoping to get it together again levitation yeah hail satan keep on rocking <laughs> in the free world um so yeah, what's this next track is Nocturnal Habits. This is a yes. weird one. It is a very, this is a weird one. It's <laughs> super weird. Who is this guy? Justin Trosper is one of my favorite favorite guitarists ever, right. and like, um, he played in a band called Unwound, and it's actually just one of my favorite like post hardcore kind of noise shoegaze band like shoegaze bands mm-hmm. or whatever, and like. They used to tour with like Sonic Youth, Plon Redhead, Jesus Lizard, like as Fugazi, unwound. As unwound. Oh, okay. Yeah. But this is his new project that's called Nocturnal Habits. That's uh features the drummer of Unwound, Sarah Lund, who is mm-hmm. also one of my favorite drummers ever. Like, Word. Yeah, like favorite female drummer, probably up top, right yeah. there. The cover alone. It looks like a fucking Goosebumps book or some shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. It's they like just the released it, man. They just released it, and they played at Hemlock recently. Oh yeah. And I really wanted to go to that show, but I, love I ended that fucking room, man. I and love it's that room good. So much. It's a good intimate room too. It is like, cool, man. 
And so I missed that show because I went to go see Daughters at the Parkside when Greg booked that show because Daughters hadn't played out here for like 10 years and they're one of my fucking favorite it's bands in high bro. school. So what I did is I went to that show when Nocturnal Habits played at the Hemlock and then I went to Sacramento the next day to go catch them at a warehouse. Oh shit, Sacramento. how was that? It was awesome. Have you guys played in Sacramento much? We played one place, and I don't know why I always forget the name, but it's right down the street from that Starlight Lounge. Mm. I've only played there once, and it was... Sacramento's kind of weird. I actually saw True Widow with King Woman in Sacramento, too, and that's how I met the True Widow folks. Shout out Christina. Yeah. Over on the East Coast. Shout out Christina, yeah. Missy girl. Yeah, goddamn. Yeah, I got yeah. to play with her uh, when uh, Miserable came through uh, oh, through Austin. Sick. How was that? I wish I could have seen her. I had never seen them play before. I'd seen King Woman, yeah. but uh, I hadn't seen Miserable, and it was great, dude. Yeah. It was really great. Awesome. She's a, yeah. she's a talented girl, man. She's going to go far. Killing it. Yeah. Killing it. I wanted to get her to sing on some tracks. Yeah, dude. Dude. I've been trying to send her some yeah. shit. She's been, she's been talking about meeting up forever and we've just been so fucking busy with our bands that it's been impossible like dude she's she's gonna kill it out there in new york too i think so too man the homie steven sessler from sacramento actually introduced me to her and he started playing drums for miserable oh word yeah is he still playing with him no he's playing with k skelton now i think he's playing with k skelton and he has another band called grill cloth who is K Skelton, because yeah, I've heard still, that shit. I'm, I'm still unsure. I haven't. I haven't quite. Haven't quite been formally introduced. Maybe I played with them a long time. Ago. I'm not sure, man. I got to do a Google search on this because Google I feel search. like. I feel like I. Googlier. Googlier. <laughs> I'll do it later. Fuck it. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> K Skelton, keep rocking. Yeah. Christina, keep rocking in. Uh, yeah. True Widow, keep rocking too, because that's how I met. That's how I met Christina pretty much was and then yeah, became friends with both True Widow and and that girl. Fuck yeah. Alright, so uh the next joint is Nocturnal Habits, New Skin from the New Skin for Old Children <laughs> <laughs> record. Yeah. What it's a great dude, it's I a, love it. It's a great record. I love it. I love the intro.
that's the thing like I'll, I'll turn on the track yeah. and fools would be like you because you hear the music yeah. <laughs> like everyone's just like they start getting into yeah. it of like man yeah like there's something about the blah 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 <laughs> and then i'll be like wait 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 I'm gonna turn the song off and be like say it into the mic <laughs> <laughs> Nah, but what were you saying? You said kind of saying that this is where he picked up with that so, where Unwound so left like, off. So their last record, Leaves Turn Inside You, is probably one of my favorite records of all time. It's like a two disc mm-hmm. effort they recorded themselves, and it was with Sarah Lund when she was in the band too, and Justin Trosmer. And this record, I feel like, has this same vibe as as leaves turn inside you but like because they incorporated a lot more synths and like keys and like instruments you wouldn't typically see from like a quote-unquote post hardcore band or whatever yeah, it like, sounds pretty unique the track i mean yeah. I, I wouldn't say that i know a lot about post hardcore or yeah. whatever but uh i mean it is a unique sounding song yeah well, they they just got racked into that category with like Fugazi and everything and unwound. Fuck ca- these categories, man. Like I'm like I'm know. saying it. I'm stating it out here on the Elevated Transmission Podcast. Fuck some genres. Fuck every like that's just so fucking people like so industry shit can describe it's limitation. shit. It's limitation. It's limitation. Really, it's a, yeah. such a limitation, man. Yeah. And I I kind of I feel lucky that like people are like so. What do you consider your music? And I'm just like. I don't know. <laughs> I, I get the same thing for Mondo Drag all the time. I'm like, uh, oh, it's like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Man. That's kind of the best, yeah. dude. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm that's like, the genre. Jesus Christ is a genre now. Because we go from uh, like, we go from like s- segments of like Italian fucking prog, like mm-hmm. Goblin, and then of course. like other sections that are like heavier Sabbathy parts, and then. All of a sudden, you get like the Pink Floyd, like Twinkles, and well, that's what I think. Like, I think that really, like, where like real art happens is where there's like a a crux of different influences that like it's like hitting like a um, it's almost like a reverse. Speaking of Pink Floyd, uh, light spectrum through the triangle. It's like yeah. all the light spectrums come in through the human like perception and then get and then get filtered if you're an artist into like this one vision so it's like all the influencers are like going back yeah and that's totally what happened with mondo drag somehow yeah it's it's a fucking great band dude thanks man it's it's been like four four years now we started playing with this band me and benny so damn is that how long yeah and then and then uh like it was a band before that too that yeah like they're they moved from like the Quad Cities area of uh, Illinois and Iowa. Okay. Like right right on the Mississippi. All right. And then they moved to Oakland, and then Strangers Family Band uh, kind of put our name in their ear. We're like, you need Word. a rhythm section. Those work guys with are these great, dude. Man. Yeah, and yeah, that's how it happened. Strangers that's Family Band introduced me to John and Venny, and they just started clicking from there. It didn't click. Right away, because yeah. we were like, holy shit, we've been playing in this weird, like... It's something new. you yeah. got to be like, i got to learn these crazy yeah. songs. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we played, like, weird songs before, but it was, like, just totally jam band, and it, mm-hmm. it was just chemistry in that band, Mock Retro, before, and then we joined this It was one. more fluid, probably, like, in that sense, or... It was, like, totally... Half the time it would be some sort of stream of consciousness shit. Sometimes it would be, like, crowd rock shit, mm-hmm. and then, like... With this band, it was so much more precise and like 
the time changes had to be like you know oh yeah it's tight yeah it's really tight man yeah that's why I was uh, I was just I just had Matt from Castleface on here and they're putting out that Once in Future band record. Dude, that new song I was uh, thinking I was I wanted to put it on here so bad. <laughs> it's so good. They're dude. amazing, dude. They're amazing. They're yeah, unreal. I can't wait to hear that whole record, man. Yeah, I uh, I think the track that Matt picked was like a different one that I don't think has been released yet. Ooh. I'll give you not the Not fair. I'll, I'll play it for you after this, but <laughs> right, I mean this I is tell. these aren't coming out till like January, yeah, January so. 27th. I saw That's the record release. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, man. Uh I'm glad these weirdos are like getting the forefront again, man. I know, dude. Let's get the weirdos a little taste. Dude, they're like yes and Steely Dan and like uh, all the best all the parts. best that's yeah it's like all, all those like you, you take these little sprinkles yeah. and you just put yeah. them on into like a, a focus and you get something new and fresh you know what i'm yeah, saying dude. like that that i love it when i hear a band and like obviously like i don't know all the influences of every band but like when i hear a band and i'm like i can't place their influences i'm like really stoked like For obviously sure. when i can i'm like okay cool that's dope and i can tell that they're, they're sprinkling or whatever yeah but when it's like I'm like, I have no context for this. Yeah. What are they doing? I love that shit, man. So crazy. Yeah. Word. Um, so yeah, let's uh let's see what we got next. Ooh. Oakland band. You know these boys. I you know? I Chris don't... Natividad? The sound on the on the on the chair. Oh, it's yeah. making a little squeak. Oh, Sorry. It's, yeah, it's bad. all good. Ooh. Um yeah, that's the hard part about like you want to be like natural, like moving yeah. around and like you know when you're hanging out or whatever, and then like <laughs> just kind of. But then it's like you must be still. Still and remember that the microphones are shit. Dude, I'm so bad at staying still. Yeah, me too. So this is like a practice. It's like a meditation oh, practice yeah. right now. Totally. All right, dude, we gotta focus it in. So yeah, from Oak Marbled Eye. I'd never heard this band. This shit is incredible. Yeah. They're super. I love what Oakland's doing right now. Me Big too. Big shout out to Oakland right now. The yeah. fucking heart for Oakland right Seriously. now. Is, yeah. Much love to Oakland. Yeah, I'm almost speechless yeah. still. Yeah. Like, it's tough. It's uh, yeah, and but you see like all the like the community yeah. like. From yeah. even like different places, no, like, we've been giving each other the biggest fucking hugs lately. Like yeah. it's like you don't even know what to say, and you just fucking hug the shit out of each other every yeah, time man. you see each other. Right now, yeah, and that and that's the thing, and and I hate that sometimes tragic. I mean, like if you if you can try to be optimistic about anything in like a situation like that, it's like there is an aspect of tragedy that like that brings people so and it makes you stop and think, man. Like mm -hmm. this shit is short. This shit is fucking short. Yeah. And there's a lot of love to give. I know. Out and there. It's fuck it's tragic and fuck. rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace and much respect to everyone in Oakland right now. It's yeah. it's hard times and I didn't mean to bring it to that vibe, but we got to shout them yeah. out. I mean, that's yeah. real. That's reality. Yeah. This it's a thing that happened, you know. And Definitely. And I mean, the best we can do is just is is just show that love right now. For sure. And um, and uh, this track is Marble Die, which I had never I had never heard of them, man. I love I love what's going on over there though. Yeah. There's so many interesting bands, like so much cool fucking Definitely. weirdos. Like, Definitely. Just, yeah. And uh, so the track is Primrose. Shall we? Yeah, let's check it. Let's check it. Thank you. 
so there's like <laughs> the thing I love about this track. <laughs> the thing I love about this track is it just and and frankly their whole EP that they just released is the fact. I love the cover art on that too. Oh man. yeah, yeah, it's really sick. It's it totally has these like wire, but like mm-hmm. also this band from Canada called Women. I don't know them. They're like, um, so they have that band Viet Cong now too. But one yeah. of the one of the guitarists they just changed their name recently too passed or away. Oh, yeah. whoa, bummer! It was like a year, about a year ago, that maybe. Sucks. But um, so they kind of, you can tell they're like influenced by that band and. And also wire, and it's like the perfect mix, and they have the catchiest riffs and leads, like, and it's super post punky, but like, at the same time, very catchy. Like, can I brag for a second? This is like a humble brag. What's up? So, um, <clears throat> so I played this show in Oakland like a couple tours ago, or not? I'm sorry, Oslo. Oslo. <laughs> oh, Norway. Oslo. Yes, yeah. I was I in love, Oslo. Dude, Oslo's tight. So wire played this festival sick. and also uh michelle rother from noi oh sick and so we were hanging out after and i was hanging out with the guy uh i think his name's greg the bassist from wire oh sick and he was like we were drunk as shit at like four in the morning and this dude is the nicest coolest motherfucker ever just like just so chatty and so like like i talked to him probably for like almost an hour just like talking about music and like all this shit and he was, and Michelle Rother was chilling like in this other group too. He's like, mate, you gotta understand. This is a bad English accent to all my <laughs> English homies over there. I know that I don't know where he's from in England, but this is gonna be a bad English accent. He's like, mate, you don't understand. It's Michelle Rother. <laughs> it's Michelle Rother, mate. I, he's right here, mate. I, 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 like I worshipped him yeah. when I was a kid, man. And, and all my music was made because of this band and yeah. Noi and and all the kraut rock, man. Yeah. And he's right fucking here, man. And so I was like, Stoked. this motherfucker from a band that I highly revere <laughs> was nerding out to me about another person that I highly revere in yeah. front of me and fanboying the fuck yeah. out. And it was the funniest, most amazing. Shit happens in Europe so much, dude. Oh my god, dude! Did you check out? Did you check out Revolver in Europe? Did Fuck you? yeah, dude! That's the homies' bar. Yeah, that's where all the homies. Did you meet my boy Jao? He's a um, <coughs> shout out to Jao up in Oslo. Yeah, no, he bartends there, and my boy Ben books there. Oh, so cool. uh, like every time I'm in Oslo. I always hang out with those guys and hang out at Revolver, and it's one of my favorite bars on the yeah. planet that I've been to, man. Yeah. It's I've <laughs> me and the bassist uh, Jack of uh, Elder like got so fucked up there after our show. Where did you guys play? It's Blau. Oh yeah, yeah. Is yeah. it like down around around the corner, kind of? Yeah, yeah. Where like the graffiti is down yeah, there? Yeah, yeah. But I yeah. think that, I think it's closing. Which sucks. I would hate that. Yeah, that place was amazing, but it it kind of looked like. I wonder if it was yeah. the homie Ben that booked you guys, because he books maybe. a lot of shit. He does maybe. that Oslo Psych Fest. Maybe, thing. maybe that was him. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, he he took us over. Maybe to. What does he look like? Damn, Europe feels so long ago, dude. 
Yeah, well, also a lot of these motherfuckers in Scandinavia look alike. Yeah, totally. <laughs> it was actually it was actually the the production manager of the show, mm-hmm. Ingrid, uh, at Blau that took us to Revolver. And then okay, we hung cool. Out there, I love that bar, man. Yeah, it yeah. was really rad. And then me and Jack were like, for some reason, shirtless <laughs> in the fucking bar, <laughs> just chilling. Wearing only our jackets, no shirt underneath. <laughs> just the jackets. Just the jackets. No idea where the and shirts had gone. I mean, I'm sure I lost it there somewhere. Maybe I still have it. I don't know. It's like on the ceiling fan still. Maybe. <laughs> but yeah, it was freezing that night, and for some reason we decided to do that, which was hilarious. And that's. I feel like it's probably because you guys were on one. Dude. I think that's like the only <laughs> excuse. We were the, on one. The f- it was crazy because the first few dates in Norway immediately felt so natural with Elder. They were just like the yeah. tightest dudes. I'll have to check them out, man. I never listened yeah, to Yeah, their them. last record, Lore. That's the one I record. You didn't like, put them on I this recommend. list, so I mean like... I mean... What psh, the fuck? What? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> next time, baby. Next time. All right, so what do we got next? We got a little Royal Headache. Yeah. Taking it to Sydney. Yeah, dude. I just saw these guys recently and had listened to their stuff before and they played with the homies wild moth before okay at the park side a, a while back with i've Naomi. heard the name with, but I with never naomi it was like them wild moth and naomi punk dude oh word and i totally naomi missed punk, that though. show of course yeah dude they those dudes rule too that's sick but this this band for some reason since i saw them live last time they were on tour out here they played with the homie tony molina at great american mm-hmm. and uh I went to the show and they were absolutely incredible live. Like, I don't know. If you listen to the song, it's like mostly punkish, but like it's got a it's got a cool kind of like it's almost got like there's aspects of it that give me like a Smith kind of feel, Smith's feel yeah, to it. I, like the I'm, guitar work yeah. a little bit and the kind yeah. and the the way that like yeah that interplay between the vocal and the guitarist a little yeah, bit. Yeah, definitely, definitely some of that and like. You Just could, a tinge. You could hear a lot of like older punk in it, but mm-hmm. at the same time, like they keep it they keep it pretty like smithy, like you say, yeah. Yeah, it's good shit, man. And uh so yeah, this is Royal Headache with Stand and Stare.
It's got like almost hooky Oasis vibes too. I can see that. I can see a little Brit pop up in the mix. Yeah. But, but yeah, it's it's one of those things. It's like you can you can see all these different aspects that are kind of coming together in in one person's kind of vision or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I swear, dude, the vocalist. Hold up, can I can I just stop and say that this fool just busted out a briefcase. <laughs> <laughs> this fool busted. <laughs> hold up, hold this up. This fool busted out a fix for the vapor for the vape pen. And what you got oh, in the dude. vape pen, man? It's a little berry white. Here, you can even see the box. It's like a, it's like a berry white hash oil vaporizer right now. Dog, me and the homie were talking, and we were like riding home from the mission last night, and we came up with this character, very white, very that, white. That like it basically <laughs> the whole the whole thing is like he talks about doing white ass shit. Like going to like the coffee shop and getting a frappuccino or whatever, but with a Barry White voice. <laughs> and this motherfucker was going in. Shout out to the homie Adam. This motherfucker was saying some shit that I, I was some of the funniest experience of my life. It was after you met Adam at the show the other night. Oh, he came for to sure. the homie that I introduced you to for at sure. the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one of the funniest people I know on this planet. <laughs> He's one of the funniest people on this planet, dude. Tight. But all right, so you guys gave me this this berry white. But it's, I told you, it's dog. like a raspberry on it, <laughs> dude. It's Woo. it's emerald cup. It's probably like medicinal. It's probably like some blackberry Kush mixed with some like white widow. I don't know. Let's see. We got a THC at uh fifty seven percent. It's pretty CBN good. CBN is uh, NA. CBDs one point nine one. Not bad, dog. Yeah. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I got some achy muscles, dude. Let me see that. Yeah, take one, dude. Yeah, that's a that's that cartridge is probably got like five, six more hits in it, and that one's full. So it's Barry White. I made sure to come strapped, dog. <laughs> we come strapped. All right, MC8. <laughs> dude, that I swear that that band is so catchy, dude. Their record yeah, high. Yeah, that's a fucking catchy song. They're, man. they're high, that, and stab. That's like their. That's one of their like. <coughs> <laughs> nice. Woo. There we go. We'll find. Barry. Barry. All right. <laughs> All right. Very white. Very white. Very <laughs> white. Their record high that came out like a. I think it came out end of last year or something. They just toured on that. That record's actually really good, and that's the one I recommend for people who like haven't heard of Royal Headache yet. But their cool. earlier records are a little more punk and like lo-fi. Yeah, that's a that's a beautiful track, man. It's it's uh yeah, it's it's like I guess and from what I was saying earlier about like the Smiths kind of influence. It's like there's just a little piece of it, you know, that I kind of like stands out to me. It's like, cause like, I'm like, okay, like that, I pick up that because like, I know mm -hmm. the kind of like how I feel about that band or whatever, yeah. or what it means to me. And, uh, it's cool. It's cool to think, to think about that when you listen to music and you're like, Oh, like we were saying like, um, you know, like the marbled eye, you're like, Oh, there's just like this little hint of yeah. like wire and yeah. like blah, blah, blah. And it's like, it's cool to like that bands can, Cause I hate it when I hear a band. I'm like, oh, you sound exactly like this one thing. Yeah, yeah. But it's cool when you can be like, oh, I pick out these little yeah, pieces of you like hear your this little. And that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, so 
speaking of speaking of those little influences, this one's got a little funkadelic influence. Yeah, for sure. This is my favorite one on the on the list. Dude, man. this one's oh. so tight. <laughs> it's so tight. And you know where I found it? I found it on that. Uh, you know, Numero Group has been putting out so much, so much good stuff shit stuff. Because like they started just yeah. doing like the soul and that kind of yeah. thing, and like and the that, private press. Soul. Oh, dude! Once and I now kept, it's like. like like oh, Father's yeah. Children, like that record, that Father's Children Which record. One is that one? Who's gonna save the world? They just redid that one. Oh, I don't know it. So good. I just got that mustache in your face shit. You nice. know that one? Nice. It's like this, like oh, they, where were they from? They were from like the Midwest somewhere. This like garage kind of. Yeah. They were, it was almost. It's almost like mm. a, a freak mm. beat kind of uh, like really word. funky groove. But the, the, the hook is like, ah, well, mustache in your face. <laughs> <laughs> He's like talking to his girl. He's like, That's I don't crazy, know. man. It's so good. That Father's Children shit is, I think, they they were from D.C. And that record, Who's Gonna Save the World, that Numero group put out, yeah, is kind of how I found this song. Okay. Because uh, there's this, there's this, like, you know, compilation they put out called Chains and Black Exhaust. And this song just like always got stuck in my head when I heard that playlist, you know. This uh, so the track we're talking about is the this one. Yeah, right? Creations yeah. Unlimited, Crystal Illusion. From originally released on Soul Kitchen Records, which is just a crazy small private press funk label. But do, have you seen the label from the original label? I haven't, dude, dude. There's like a chimney stack fucking stove on the side <laughs> with like and the smoke coming out says soul kitchen <laughs> oh hell yeah <laughs> dude so that is tight but yeah these dudes were out of cleveland and um i had never heard this track but it is just like straight psych funk and uh so let's get into it the uh the track crystal illusion from creations unlimited Thank <laughs> you. 
that's the music I like to listen to when I'm stoned to the bone, goddammit. Totally. Also, Woo. dude, it just makes me want to skate down a street like ten times faster than I normally would. You know what my favorite thing about when I was growing up, like watching skate videos, like Goldfish, like the girl mm. chocolate videos were always dope because they always had, they were always skating to uh, funk, always, always. like funk and like funky ass soul, yeah. and like that's the first time I had ever heard that music in with skateboarding, uh-huh. and I was just like. And you know it's all those motherfuckers, those oh, LA yeah. motherfuckers with all the steez skating like through the goddamn like the old like um, like elementary schools and shit. Yeah, ledge skating, sneaking just, in and sneaking out. Yeah, dude, that's and, how it was. And that style to that uh, to that music is still some of like my favorite skateboarding, like recorded skateboarding. Yeah, like, I would t- I would shit. skate to this song over and over. I can't listen to music when I skate. Like it's, when I'm when I've, I'm actually I've, skating, I've learned as as I've gotten older that I cannot. Yeah. as well. I kind of need to just be in the moment. Like, yeah, I even fuck up if I'm like sometimes, dude. <laughs> I was skating with the homie the other day, and uh, I had been listening. I was riding to meet him in like a Uber, mm. and this dude was playing that uh, Steve Miller band, Abracadabra. <laughs> I'm gonna reach out and grab you. Oh my and god! <laughs> and that shit was stuck in my head all day oh, while I was no. skating. But, uh, you know, you go up to a fucking do a trick and, like, you're in, like, the mix of singing a song and then you're, like, you don't mm-hmm. focus on it or mm-hmm. whatever, on the trick or whatever. But, yeah. yeah. Love that track, though. God damn, it's a track. And, yeah, I guess uh, I guess uh, Mad Lib sampled that for a Quasimodo song. Oh, I he saw did. That. Yeah, which, I've never which, heard. Which one was that on? Well, it's on the first Quasimodo record, which I've heard, but I haven't uh, listened to it, like, probably since, like, a, uh, the year it came out. You word, know? word. Um, my Which brother used to bump that record all the time. Quasi my one out. Yeah. Oh, it's so good, dude. Dude, like, come on, feet. Move <laughs> yeah, for on, me. Feet. Yeah. <laughs> dude, <laughs> I love on, that feet. shit. I forgot about come that. Come on, feet. Move for me. I that. remember being so high and hearing that quasi. Because it was like when I was in high school, like the homies were all down for like um, the underground hip hop. Oh, dude. So West was Coast I. Stuff. Oh, yeah. So was I, dude. All the like. Uh, Fucking freestyle fellowship. Oh, dude, for uh, sure. All that Lamert Park Project Blood oh, stuff, man. dude. That's all my shit. Dude, dude. CVE, Chillin' CVE, Villain Empire, Chillin' Villain Empire. Hip Hop Clan. Come on, dog. <laughs> oh, that, dude. yeah, like that to us, like we were bumping that shit in North Carolina. Oh, the homies would get online and just order it online. That's sick. And uh, like scour for it. Sick. And anything, any of that underground shit. And, yeah. yeah, I like, used to listen to all that ATU, mm-hmm. like. All that abstract tribe unique. Yep. Oh, I used to listen to all that in high school, rude. man. That and punk. It was weird. I just listened that's to a, that. That's and me punk. too. Rap yeah. and punk. Well, that's yeah. what happens when you skateboard. I think. Yeah. Like that. I think most kids like, and I. I think that for me, like getting into skateboarding and like reading Thrasher magazine as a teenager, like I would like skip almost to the back to see what the bands were. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And see what records. I remember seeing like UGK advertised in like, before I even knew who they were and <laughs> shit. Like, and like anything that was in the back of Thrasher, like I would go check out uh-huh. and I would buy a cassette or like a CD at the table. Yeah, store, dude, skate, skate videos definitely taught me a Formed lot about music. Dude. A lot about music. Yeah. Yeah, me too, man. So did playing it. So I guess that kind of helped too. The what? Well, I, see, I never, I never played it when I was a kid. Like, I got into hip hop, so I was rapping, and then mm. got into making beats and stuff. Mm. But um, yeah, man, for me, it was like I never really had that aspect of it. It was right. always like music was a remo- a removed aspect of my like 
formative years, mm. I guess, until I got into like hip hop and making hip hop music. Word, word. So, um, yeah, it was all informed by, you know, skateboarding and then, yeah, mostly skateboarding. Pretty mostly much skateboarding. mostly skateboarding. I mean, that's pretty much how I, I mean, got into music. I just met a bunch of shitheads. And at drug school. culture. Yeah. Drug culture, too. Smoked sure. weed with a bunch of dudes at school and were like, yeah, let's play music. Okay, let's play punk. And then. As I started smoking weed with more people as I grew up, I just played with weirder people that played tighter Sorry. music. Like I you bet know. you remember that first motherfucker was like, hey man, you ever really listen to the Grateful Dead? No. <laughs> I'd be like, yes and no more. Dude, I, I love no the Grateful more. Dead so much. I, they got a couple bangers, dude. Dog. They got a couple bangers, but Dog. dude. I'm I'm not gonna hate. I'm not gonna hate. But it doesn't like, matter. You can hate if you want. I don't give a nah, fuck. Dude. It's just it's just not my bag, you know. It's not anyone's bag. Yeah. It's their own bag. It's their own bag. Yeah. And that's why they're so special. Grateful Dead, big up. <laughs> Jer Bear. Where you at? <laughs> no, I I grew up because where I grew up was like filled with like dirty street lot like like lot kid hippies. Yeah. And all Grateful Dead and and Jam Band Central, Asheville, North Carolina. Oh yeah, for sure. We so, played there. I fucking hated the Grateful Dead. My dad bumped the Grateful Dead. He was a Grateful Dead fan. Yeah. He bumped Jerry's like later shit. My dad stuff. never did. Yeah. He, well, my dad had like he was like a rock and roll like crazy like yeah uh, I'm sure he knew a lot more about rock and roll than my dad. My yeah. dad did not like rock and he roll. He was not fucking with rock and roll. No, he only fucked with like soul and oldies, dude. That's tight. All like the low rider shit. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. I love that stuff too. It's all good. It's all so. <laughs> it's good. all tight. It's all so good. So many good compilations coming out with it too right now. Oh, well, there's a, yeah, like I mean the Numero group like yeah, I was saying like do, yeah. I remember like, shit like. When was it? Like ten years ago when they came out or something? It was yeah. a long time ago. Yeah. And uh they were just putting out those little soul comps and my friend uh Hardy Cooper, shout out Hardy Cooper. She had so Hardy Cooper was she had a hip hop store in Asheville and that's where and she would just like she would bring all these acts from like the West Coast, like um fucking uh like uh the Grouch and like oh, AC yeah. Alone Fuck and like all yeah. these like heavyweight underground hip hop. Yes. She would bring them out like uh, Atmosphere and all that shit. You know no, what I'm saying? Like sick. any any of that all dudes I used stuff. to listen to. Yeah. back in the day. So she was she. We had this one venue. It was called Asheville Music Zone. And her and my buddy Brycon, who actually lives out here right now, um, which is the dude who kind of taught me to make beats. They would uh, they would throw these underground hip hop shows in Asheville. So like for like a couple years. There's this crazy scene of like all this great underground hip hop coming through Asheville. And that was like my like late teenage, early 20 kind of vibe. And she had this store. And um, I forgot the point that I was trying to make. <laughs> I got wrapped up in a fucking, in a memory. She had the store, <laughs> dude. She, what was in the store, dog? Oh, so she would, she would have all those records. Like, all the vinyl, all the CDs of, like, these underground acts, and she sold spray paint and shit like yeah. that. But I forgot the point that I was trying to make. Um, but, like, well, the, you were talking about Grouch and Eli and shit and yeah, ACL. Yeah, but then we were talking about, like, what... Oh, man, I'm so high. This is amazing. This is good, <laughs> this is good content right here for the podcast. <laughs> Some fucking dumb stoners trying to remember what the fuck they were talking about. <laughs> Um, but yeah, speaking of stoners, maybe we should move on to this next track and maybe I'll remember what the fuck I was trying to say. Yeah. Uh, Ultimate Spinach. Yes. From Boston. 
So yep. I didn't know that this was a thing. And I was just looking this up. I love Ultimate Spinach. I got the uh, Behold and See record, their mm-hmm. second one. I've sampled that a couple times, actually. Oh, but uh, it's it's a good one, too. But yeah. this is their first one, the self-titled Ultimate Spinach record. And I didn't know this, that the Boss Town sound. Did you know about this? Boss so, Town sound. So huh? this is a Boston group, and there was a group of Boston bands that were trying to emulate the psychedelic vibes of like of san francisco Uh. so it was like a marketing kind of like a marketing catchphrase to make the sound kind of appeal to the east coast like san francisco to the west coast wow and i don't know i I doubt like the music was manufactured but they were like there was obviously a scene and like some a and r came in it was like we can market this stuff blah 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 you know like we'll get these goddamn hippies yeah and so ultimate spinach is a fucking amazing band um Sacrifice of the Moon is yes. the track. Yes. Love this band. Shall we? Yes.
were just talking about that goddamn organ. Organ donor. <laughs> that was a fucking... Yeah, that, that keyboard solo at the end of that thing was yeah. like... That was like some, like, you're on the moon. Mm. You're having, like, a beach party on the moon. Yeah, it's it's got a lot going on in it. And most, yeah, it, yeah, cha- most it's, it changes up kind of, like, halfway through. And yeah. Then, what an interesting song, Mo- man. Most of the other songs on the record are a little different from that one. Yeah. But. Where'd you first hear the Ultimate Spinach shit? Um... You know, it's just been like floating around in like sixties mm-hmm. psych compilations yeah. for a pretty long time. Yeah. But I've never actually been able like, you know, to find like the the record lately. I found the Behold and See one actually out oh, yeah. here. Oh you um did? yeah, it was it was around when I first moved here, maybe like I've been here like two years. And I just got it because of the cover. I didn't even know who they were. Yeah. Because it's got the weird, like, half of a face with, like, this weird, like, it looks like some crazy, like, like heavy metal comic kind of, like, <laughs> yeah. uh, imagery or some shit. Yeah. And, yeah, I think I picked it up right here at the fucking Clement um, Goodwill. Cool. I found a couple gems out there. Really? Man. And some cool world music. Some cool, like, weird Asian, like, Thai records and shit Sick. like that. Like, it's, I've actually had it pretty good success i found a like a was it saigon this crazy psych right it's like worth like 350 bucks at the thrift at the thrift store for a dollar and it's uh the cover just looks so cool i can't remember the name of the record um damn but yeah that's a good record see i can't i can't remember shit y'all i don't know what i'm doing i'm the like the worst host dude this is the anti-music nerd podcast anti-music i can't remember shit about anything so like when i say anything it's just me grasping for an idea of a memory about like what i like about something which is just kind of a hilarious it happens uh, to the best of us i know yeah it's getting old man but uh so yeah this next track Got a little, uh, some beautiful shoegaze vibes from yeah. Lush. Yeah. Lit up. I, you know what, I don't know why, but, uh, I've been revisiting this record Split a lot lately. Yeah? And, uh, I never fucked with them. I never fucked with that, yeah. like, the shoegaze stuff back in the, like, 80s, I, 90s. It wasn't yeah. a real thing. I, uh, I kind of got into it more when I was, like, in high school and yeah. college, but like, um, there are like certain certain bands that really strike a chord with me, like Lush or My Bloody Valentine mm-hmm. or Jesus and Mary Chain. Like, Spaceman Three was the one that I guess yeah. for me is like technically like some people will put the shoegaze logo on it, but for me Definitely, it's like yeah. it's a different fucking thing. Yeah, it's it's a little. Different. It's kind of its own thing. But I definitely uh, I definitely dug Spaceman Three very heavily too. But this is kind of a more poppy kind of thing. It's it's definitely a little yeah. later, but um, yeah, they they kind of but they were kind of considered one of the first shoegaze like bands and they were the like scene, up there, yeah, yeah, up there too. Her voice is beautiful. Yeah, yeah. right, Mickey. Yeah, she's uh, she was a babe back then, dude. Super babe, I'm sure. Uber she, babe. Yeah. She, they just played at the Warfield not too long ago. I think, oh, where did they, they? They got back together. Yeah, but I think like their bassist committed suicide. I think it's the drummer, maybe. Drummer? Yeah, I think so. That's what I'm I was forgetting seeing. which member it was. Right Unfortunate. Yeah, yeah, and they didn't play after that. No, not for like ten years. Wow. Maybe longer than that. That's crazy. 
Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's got to be a crazy thing. A setback. Yeah, just like... Like, a, I don't even want to play in this band anymore. Yeah, why would we even... I mean, that's what happened, like, uh, like when Keith Moon died. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, well, and, 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 like, John Bonham, too. Like, they were just like, why would we... Why would we go on? Like, Led Zeppelin yeah. was like, why would we go on, like, yeah. without John Bonham? Yeah. You know? And it makes sense, you know? Yeah. Especially when you have that connection with people. I mean, I, shit, as a band, I wouldn't know. I just, you know... I'm up there by myself. If I die, then the, the band doesn't go on. <laughs> I'll just leave the synthesizer on if I die. Yeah, just make sure I leave it clicked on. Be like, please yeah. do not turn off. Yeah. <laughs> and just plug it in from wherever your yeah. show is. Just keep this loop going. Uh, run it for as long as yeah. uh, humans just run. Just run a 400-mile cable to L.A. If you want to play a show in L.A., then DI it. Yeah. Was it you know post postmortem? You could do like the holographic Al, like, <laughs> just have the synthesizer up there yeah. and just me standing next to it. Damn, I never thought about that. Twisting a knob. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, that. Let's uh, let's write that in my will. I think because uh, yeah. if I ever die, that would be the greatest legacy that I could ever do. Is uh, you know just leave a synthesizer on. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, this is Lush lit up. Speaking of lit up, I'm lit up. <laughs> you got me lit AF in this motherfucker. Sorry, I'm out here dog. rambling like a I'm fool. I'm about to roll another one. Let's roll it, baby. <laughs> Shit. All right. So this is lit up um, from Lush's record, Split from 94.
yeah, that was lush with lit up. We're about to get some more, more lit up. <laughs> more lit up. Nice dupe tube, bro. Thanks, dude. It's all cone. It's coned out. It I've is. only seen the ones that are more like a straight cylinder. This looks like a like a beaker or some shit. It almost. It almost is. It <laughs> might as well be. <laughs> oh, so I remember what I was talking about. Oh, what's that? My friend Hardy Cooper introduced the numero comps to me back in the day. Oh, and that's really? that's what all of that me going through a ridiculously long story about some bullshit <laughs> took me to that point. And uh, I'm glad I remembered it, y'all. Cause, I'm, glad, uh, I'm glad I'm glad you did too. Cause it was killing me. <laughs> I felt so embarrassed. But this next track is the cure. Yeah. Disintegration. For, for some reason, this record has just been coming to mind a lot lately. I didn't like The Cure for a long time. Dude. And I don't know if I like The Cure yet. Yeah, they. I can see why like some people wouldn't like him. But like, There's been a couple tracks. I love Close to Me. Like Close to Me has yeah. always been one of my favorite tracks by a band that I kind of didn't yeah, like. Yeah. You know With, what like I'm the first one or like the... They had like the acoustic the boop, 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 boop. with the weird uh, little uh, boops on it, boops and bleeps. Yeah, there were like two different versions of it. Yeah, it was like from an EP or some shit. It had the octopus on the cover. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I got the I got the record, and that's I think I have another Cure single that's pretty cool. It's kind of almost like a kraut rock sounding thing. Yeah. Um, which I was like, oh wow, that's a that's a cool. They do, song from them. they do tight shit, man. I, really, I know, th- and I know they do. It's one of those, you know, those bands where you like, you know, they're tight, or uh-huh. you know, and you understand and appreciate them because people that you respect their opinions appreciate them, and you're like, I just haven't gotten there yet. Mm-hmm. You know, that's kind of how I feel about them, dude. This this track and like there there are a few others like we're like, multitasking definitely. here right now. Y'all. <laughs> Trying to trying to grind some weed and, and talk about the cure. So, let's see, like definitely know. three imaginary boys is a record mm-hmm. I like of theirs a lot too. But like, there's there's a lot of tracks off this of this record disintegration that I like a lot. And right now, for some reason, I've just been stuck on the title track, like bumping it over and over again. So from what I read on the on the wiki. The, that this was like I guess Robert Smith had like he was about to turn 30 and he kind of had a freak out and was like I need to make like a great piece of art mm-hmm. right now because I've been making all this pop music yeah and like this was he like did a bunch of hallucinogens and like wanted to make this record Hell yeah. that's what I read on the you know who knows <laughs> I, I would assume that a, like a page on Wikipedia that's that big would probably be somewhat reliable you know <laughs> that's sick but uh yeah which which to me I was like that's kind of cool dude yeah. has like a quarter life crisis and like yeah. has a bunch of fucking mushrooms and <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure 89 oh you know the acid was floating oh through dude fucking England right Oh, with sure. all the rave shit that was popping oh, off? Oh, yeah. Fuck. Dude. Yeah. 89. 89. Feeling fine. So, yeah, let's uh, let's check out Disintegration from The Cure, and uh, we're going to disintegrate with this weed uh, <laughs> while the track plays. <laughs> <laughs>
I had to turn down the music for that. So I was just discussing um, with my man Andrew about how the love of repetition and my lack of ability as a musician to actually like know chords and all this shit. So for me, I love the, the idea of one groove just going and what you can do on top of it. And I was thinking, I was like, just call me something, one chord something. And my man came through. <laughs> Lord One Chord <laughs> is the best alias. Hey, dude. It's all yours. I'm taking it. It's all yours. I'm rolling dude. with it, man. And I appreciate you for that. Yeah, no problem. That was dude. a that was a thank you for bestowing this gift. Anytime, dude. Lord One Lord Chord. One chord. <laughs> Lord, Lord One Chord and Lord Jucifer. Here we yeah. are. Dude. Here we go. We're out here, Lord. Well, we're not. We're lording it up, but shouts out to Lord's crew, the graffiti crew, that we're no part of, but some of the homies are, so. <laughs> That's right. But yeah, so, I mean, yeah, that's that bass line on that track. Yeah, dude. Is, is just gets you, man. It's, it's also, like, it's just gets more and more epic as it goes on. But, like, it almost has, like, a somewhat... Little kraut rock feel to it. I get doom, like doom, doom, totally doom, dance doom, too. Doom, doom. Yeah. yeah, just and that shit just keeps going. And there's all that. Yeah, and that's dude. That's to me. And that's a, like for funk, like the uh, the cosmic shit, like all and, that stuff. Like anything rave music, like any electronic music, like that. Like mm-hmm. it's kind of droney, ambient type stuff. Like that loop, that just that loop. It puts you in a fucking yeah. zone, man. It really does. And I like I like the fact that they like keep it super minimal, but at the same time, it like you hear like keys and synths like flowing, they kind of in floating and of in and out, and like kind of yeah. dropping in and yeah, going yeah. yeah. It's ethereal, I guess. I mean, that hallucinogenics influenced uh, yeah. thing from Wikipedia might be yeah. true because it's definitely trippy as fuck. Yeah, and if there's any song to make like the longest on your record that's it it might as well be your title track you know (laughs) i think i think you did a really good job with her i think they all did but it was a really good record there's a bunch of other like lullaby on that record super good okay cool yeah this is this is dude this is what i love so much about the idea of this podcast it's all an excuse for me to learn about music yeah <laughs> you know? me too for dude. people that i fucking just appreciate their me too. their uh their tastes it's like uh i definitely you know i've thought about been like i mean like where could this thing go like potentially and then i was like like who could i ask and then i was just like dude i have to have people that have good taste in music and that i just think are great characters you know what i'm saying like like cool motherfuckers that like are funny interesting inspired by music you know what i'm saying well, thanks, like dog that's the same reason i did this shit and I, I appreciate that man uh it's it's really cool to be able to do that and and for me like the idea of like you know i learn about music mostly like i'll, I'll look on the internet and see what's you know i kind of see what's out there i don't really look at like music blogs or know really what's happening yeah, i haven't i haven't been able to lately either man a lot of the current stuff that i've been put up on is because you know there a lot of it is like bands that are playing at levitation so when i make the mixes mm-hmm. i'm like discovering new music and like being able to like yeah check it out yeah. um but i don't 
I just kind of look at old records, you know, <laughs> like that's, that's that's pretty much all I've been doing lately. Yeah. Like, especially ones I used to listen to before. And I mean, even discovering new like soul jams, like I just I I hadn't heard that Creations Unlimited track that in a while. shit blew my head. Man. Yeah, it's it's just got the perfect like use of wah like police car chase like I don't know. It's like yeah, and it's got that kind of like Eddie Hazel funkadelic kind of like yeah. uh, guitar solo on top of it. Yeah, and yeah, super cinematic track. Like I could just picture it being in a film, like no problem. Oh yeah, that's like the intro to a black exploitation oh, flick, yeah. like easy. <laughs> some some sick ass car chase. Hell yeah, dude. Um and yeah, man, and that's what I'm saying, like like to be able to just kind of like have a new avenue to be able to discover new music is really fun. And talk about it. And talk yes. some shit. Have, whether or not yeah. you know whether or not we know about what we're talking about yeah. is a whole nother question. Exactly. Um but this next track is um this is a band I really was into for a couple years. Um Godspeed you Black Emperor. You're right, right. Yeah, a bunch of the homies. I remember um a bunch of my homies I used to skate with in Asheville were were big on the the post rock thing. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. My buddy Tony Plicta, shout out Tony Plicta. He put me on to a lot of this uh this type of stuff. And um, I remember I got to see him one time uh, back in the day. It was like probably early 2000s. That was probably a pretty good time to see them. Man, it was intense. I bought their first record at the show. Oh, really? Was I had um, F sharp, A sharp. Yeah, Infinity? the one with the the pink or the I mean the like the maroon the green train. maroon cover. Yeah, and then it's got the I got the record, so it's got the photograph yeah. that's like on it. Yeah. Oh, dude, that record. That record was life-changing for me. Dude, I remember one night I was uh, at my house and I was sampling that record. I was, mm -hmm. like, making a weird, like, drone thing mm -hmm. out of it. Um, and took a piece of it and was, like, went to sample it and then dropped the record. <laughs> and it just had... Now the, the copy that I have just has this giant gash of a line oh, across no. one side. You know the, the track where it's uh, the... It's like the Native American dude talking about oh, yeah, pollution. Oh, yeah, Flag Blues. Yeah. It's yeah. right over that fucking track. Oh, dude, that, that's the first track. Yeah. I know, it bummed me the fuck out. Damn. <laughs> we can always borrow mine if you want to rip it again. Thank you, man. Yeah, I yeah. actually, yeah, I haven't listened to the record in a long time. But um, this one is the BBF3. Yeah. It's from their first EP. Yes. Yeah. Slow Riot for New Zero Canada. It's, it's a really, it's... A really good record and it's like man i i just love their use of samples on this on this track particularly yeah it's got that whole basically like that interview from yeah. that poet going the whole time yeah I love, and i love that about them i think was uh you know like from seeing that they would use these like samples and this dialogue and all these elements that they incorporated into their music mm -hmm. um was really really interesting and it, i'd never when i'd never heard of like post rock per se right right before it's, i heard it's, them that's a loose term it's like, a loose term obviously yeah, yeah. i i don't really fuck like a it, genre yeah fuck a fucking genre <laughs> i mean this band is something that like i guess they're like, people pretty would, much like some of the pioneers along with like 
But you could you really yeah. put a fucking label on it though? Yeah. Like the music is so out there. It's like what super super cinematic. Like, yeah. And I guess I'm maybe that's why it appeals to me. Maybe that's why I kind of feel like I love the cinematic. My shit, music man. sounds like that sometimes in my other bands. That's or, what I want to do. Like as like a adult job is like score for like oh, that'd be movies so and shit man I feel like a lot of the stuff that I'm doing recently is like could be good in like a weird horror film I'm sure you'd I'm sure you'd be able to do it no problem dude I think I should I think I will that's that's one of my goals moving to Los Angeles just become a film scorer dude <laughs> who knows we might be doing the same motherfucking thing shit dude we'll be fucking calling each other what are you working on now bro yeah. oh man i got this new flick you know got yeah. the budget is sick oh, we got dude, all I whatever got this we guitar riff let's throw yeah. it in yeah let's do it bro let's collab <laughs> that's what i'm talking about power moves so yeah this is a uh, godspeed you black emperor the track bbf3 
about. I said, you can't do a goddamn thing about it because I'm expressing myself in your court and there is nothing you can do about it. You think you're God because you have a rope and you can put people up the goddamn river for 20 years? Well, you're not.
own assault rifle. I own a, I own a 12 gauge double barrel shotgun. I own a regular shotgun. I own a regular hunting rifle. I own a 9 millimeter, a 357, a 45 handgun, a 38 special. And, and um, I own an M16 fully automatic round assault rifle. better before they get worse? No way. Things are just going to get worse and keep on getting worse. Like I said, America's a third world country as it is, and you know, we're, we're, we're just basically in a hopeless situation as it stands. What do you think this country's going to look like in the year 2003? You know, I'll tell you the truth, nothing against you guys, but I don't want to answer that question because I haven't even got a mind that's that, that inhumane. Ready as I'll ever be. Most people are. It's a little saying. Dates back for generations. So be prepared for anything at any time from anybody and don't take no shit. Always stand your ground. People want to come up to me and run their mouth. Guess what? I'll throw them through the fucking window. I won't think of I won't think a thing of it. Mind reciting your poem for us? Not at all. I don't see why I should. Well, I don't see why I couldn't. There's an evil virus that's threatening mankind. It's not a state of the art. It's a serious state of the mind. The bug is the backstab. Is the two-faced leader menace to society? A social disease. To brainwash the mind is a social disorder. The cynics, the apathy, went up in chip order. Watching beginnings of social decay, gloating and sneering at life's disarray, eating away at your own self-esteem, pouncing on every word that you might be saying. To attack someone's mind is a social disorder. The constitution, the government, martial law, order. Superficially smiling. Shake of the hand as soon as your back is turned, treason is planned. When every good thing's laid to rest by, by the government's hate, by the Constitution and their lies. And every time you think you're safe and when you go to turn away, you know they're sharpening all their knives. All in your mind, all in your head, try to relate it. All in your mind, all in your head, try to escape it. Without a conscience, they destroy it. That's the thing that they enjoy. There are sickness that's in all of our minds. They want to sink the ship and leave the way they laugh at you and me. You know it happens all the time. But it only happens in your mind. The rats in the cellar, you know who you are or do you. Watching beginnings of social decay.
So yeah, 17 minutes later, we're back on the other side. Godspeed, you Black Emperor, taking you on a cosmic ride. That was a wrap. I just rapped. Yeah. Just rapped on the mic. You just did. That was tight. Um, <laughs> no, but man, yeah, that's what that's we were just talking about. Desert Days, right? We were talking were about Desert, Desert Days, Days, and they played Desert Days. Shout out Phil. Big Phil yeah, fucking Phil throwing Perone. it down on Desert Days. Uh, nice man, that dude. was a great festival, man. He's a nice boy. Congrats on that. He is a nice thing. boy. It's getting better and better. Yeah, he deserves it. He's a hardworking man. Got a family yeah. to feed. Yep, he's got a family. And uh, yeah, I was. I didn't get to see them uh, at the uh, at the gig, but I did get to see television. That that must have been amazing. I got them to. I got dude. I got to see them play Marky Moon under a full fucking moon in a in Joshua Tree, That's, and that was. That amazing. was a bucket list moment that I didn't know was a bucket list moment. That is pretty amazing. And they were fucking incredible. I mean, that's one I of my bet, favorite dude. my favorite records. I Did I tell I you my uh, my alias? What? Mark E. Moon, but just Mark E. Dot Moon. <laughs> <laughs> that's my po- post punk alias. Yeah. Post punk alias. Yeah. I got a record coming out, two thousand and fifty four. Two twenty. When I'm as old as Marky Smith. Yeah is now oh man it's crazy how old everyone's getting now especially marky smith i mean yeah. he must be seventy thousand. yeah <laughs> probably <laughs> dude i wish you would have seen them their their new record's great godspeed you black emperor that's that record um new riot for zero canada is it's that's the first ep yeah that this track is from yeah and it, it's got it's just got great samples and great buildups and it's like yeah the buildups yeah. are strong with this one yeah they build ups <laughs> dude they're like a fucking muscle man when they play dude definitely and i'm sure like there's like barely any drums on the song except for like when it really picks up yeah and th- i mean they got like some like cymbals and like kind of like mm-hmm. crashes to just kind of like like kind of create like an atmosphere yeah and and the guitar tones and combined with the strings is just pretty amazing i was i was anti-string arrangements for a while yeah but i'm not anymore yeah it it happens it's not like they're easy to get though i was talking to pat about this like have you heard strings ever placed on a song where you felt they didn't belong hmm because i feel like strings kind of they always kind of belong when they're there. Like, there's Usually not a song you're like, oh, there should not have been string arrangements on that. Yeah, I can't yeah. think of anything. I can't think of anything off the top of my head that didn't need any string arrangements. Yeah. Obviously, they're kind of added for this, like, accoutrement or whatever. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, to to make it kind of a grandiose vibe. I mean, unless you're talking, like, fiddle music or some shit. But, yeah. like, Jesus actual Christ. orchestral strings. Like, they're, there's a complete intent behind adding strings to something it's they definitely ex they accent a lot a lot of really like cinematic yeah it's songs a cinematic like Godspeed kind of thing. yeah stuff like that well that was the that was the funny thing for me was like when you know string arrangements in like motown it was like because they wanted to like appeal to like a more wider audience mm. a whiter audience you a know whiter like, <laughs> whiter um but yeah, like in terms of in terms of a cinematic aspect, 
and you know you get back to like just classical music and all that stuff which kind of was and i'm so I, I have these things where i'm so anti things for no fucking stupid reason and then like i would just wise up mm-hmm. one day and be like why mm-hmm. would i ever think that like classical music is whack yeah dude i minored i wanted to minor in a uh, college i major i i finished with a film degree mm-hmm. it's like sick yeah that's that's what i ended up getting having haven't been really using it much lately. Hey, you're listening to cinematic music, dude. <laughs> and, uh, you're putting to forth the resume. You're putting yeah. together a resume. Yeah, dude. I guess so, huh? Yeah. So Film scoring would be yeah, so fun, man. It would, dude. So I, I guess the point uh, I was making is that Fuck, I totally forgot it. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I feel like I interrupted you. No, and I no. didn't mean to. I didn't mean to. That Well, at least we're on the same level. We both had a huge yeah. derailment. Jesus uh, Christ. Well, 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 let's think about it uh, as we play this next track. So Unwound is uh, someone you were talking about a little earlier in the podcast. Um the dude uh from nocturnal habits yeah justin trosper yeah yeah so this is his band from back in the day yeah and it was also with sarah lund she played drums for them okay and this this track always stuck with me it's on there it's originally on their first record fake train Mm -hmm. and it's like it's it was like an accidental pressing of all three tracks together so it's one called long side yeah so it's like one's valentine card one's cantina and one's were and are was or is like these two put together but they did a live version for the peel session i guess that was recorded a while ago also released by numero group crazy Mm -hmm. they've been really they've been releasing like all of unwound stuff like all of this release game is hot yeah They've re-released almost all of their records in an entire like box for Unwound. It's cool, man. It's label. it's really cool to, like for these people that are um you know, there's so many, dude, that are just it's light in the attic, Mississippi records, uh like there's all these oh, what there's so many, dude, that are just doing cool stuff that are like traveling the world now again. You know what I'm saying? Like finding these gems it be it like maybe like a band like unwound or maybe like some weird bulgarian folk mm. that like it's like dude there's been so much music being made this whole time yeah and so much of it slipped by the wayside because of a fucking bullshit industry that was just mm-hmm. like how can we market it you yeah. know what i'm saying and now it's getting you know like especially with the internet you can just find it and there's so much cool shit being released Definitely. So much cool shit, man. Definitely. It's a great time to be alive. Definitely. So, yeah, Unwound. So this is the track Cantina and Were and Are Was or Is. That's confusing as fuck. Yeah, it's kind of the song's <laughs> arrangement's a little, a little crazy, too. I kind of like it. Cool, but this is from their uh, Peel Sessions. Yes. So check it out. Shout out John Peel. Rest in peace. Mm-hmm. 
The thought reappeared. <laughs> the thought, the lost thought came back. It floated back as if a VHS, a VHS tape was being rewound. <laughs> yeah, rewound. By hand. By um, hand. So yeah, you were talking about you. You had the major in in film, and you were going to get the minor in music. Yeah, and uh, when we were talking about Godspeed, we were talking about like string arrangements, string and arrangements, and orchestral aspects of it, and like class <laughs> classical music hadn't always appealed to me. And like when I when I thought about minoring in in music in college, along with having a film degree, it was like so trying that it would have been like two extra years on top of graduating for a film ahead of time. could have been the next Bach, yo. Fuck no, dude. That classical shit is insane. The next most hard. Especially on a piano. I'll leave it to John and Mondo Drag. That dude can pretty much... (laughs) He can play anything he wants on there, dude. Yeah. He plays anything he wants on there. Fucking Emerson, Lake, and Palmer are on your ass. Dude. But... Yeah, classical music is something that I could never wrap my head around. But like, you know so what I really like, and I don't know enough about it, but I really like is the kind of more contemporary classical stuff. Like these dudes that were challenging, like the old the old ways that are yeah. just be like, oh yeah, we can just do like just hold a note down and you know it's be it's composition. Yeah. I also <laughs> saw like some crazy experimental shit done from some professors and in uh you know college where like you know they were playing the strings inside the piano themselves yeah 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 just fucking around trying some new shit seeing what you could do yeah and like they're like written songs that you can play it yeah that's the crazy shit dude writing it down it's like i um where I grew up in North Carolina is like the Black Mountain College was there, and I guess like you know John Cage and all those motherfuckers are kind of out there doing that avant-garde weird shit, and like the idea of actually writing the music down when it's that far out from like what they were doing, and being able to be like, okay, this is how you uh, play this piece that is the most abstract thing that you could think of. <laughs> it's so sick. Yeah. Dude. Such a beastly fucking thing. I know, dude. I can't wrap my head around playing the inside of a piano, you know. Like yeah, I mean, just I guess it's you're just plucking the strings. You're just playing a guitar, basically, you know? I mean it's all tuned and mm. I mean I guess where what it comes down to is like uh Yeah, would you could you hold them could you hold them as chords in some way or like uh, you'd have to you'd hit have to hit like, the you'd have to hit the chords. To hit them with something yeah other than like the old stick. Or like I've seen Branch. them hit with like the the softer drum, like the fucking things uh, that you like use the for jazz timpanis. drums, the fucking like uh, that you like use for timpanis and stuff like that. I don't even know what that is. They have like the little felt covers. I don't know why I'm spacing on it. Right it's now. all good. I don't know, man. That's yeah. what I'm saying we don't have to have facts here. Facts. You guys can fucking Google search some shit. What do they hit <laughs> piano strings with? Just Google that. See hammers. what comes up in that search. Giant hammers. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking sledgehammers. Yep. Oh, man. But yeah, that was Unwound um, with Katina and Where and Are Was or Is off the Peel Sessions that Numero Group. Yeah, they're did releasing re-release. all their stuff. Of, like, from. Good shit. Psh, I've actually seen 
more stuff put up by them in the past two years than I've seen in a really long time. I like when I first heard is they had their their last recorded vinyl record that they did themselves mm-hmm. called Live Leaves, which was them on their tour for that record I was telling you about, Leaves Turn Inside You. The Unwound? Yeah. Okay. That Unwound. Like, they, that was a their last record right oh. so and they were kind of they were kind of popping like in the 90s and shit kind of yeah yeah they were like an underground they were like super pre myspace oh yeah way before that dude <laughs> no I, I like how you said it way before myspace bro <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was it was like you didn't have the internet to to find your way around yeah the country yeah Maybe until '96, when you can maybe map quest things and print it out. No, well, I don't even think you could then. That's what I was saying about like, like we were talking about skate videos and like magazines and all this stuff. It's like where you found music, like pre-internet, is just that shit is so cool, man. Yeah. You know that hunt, and I don't, I don't romanticize that shit mm-hmm. that much. It was, it was cool, but like now I'm like, okay, yes, I can do a YouTube search and mm-hmm. I can hear everything, which yeah. is amazing. Yeah, but. There was, it was interesting, like, at that time to, like, know you got the new skate video and, like, half of the reason you got it was to, like, hear what the tracks yeah, were Yeah, yeah, for know? sure. I definitely did that myself. Totally. And so, yeah, the uh, the pre-internet days. Yeah, dude. There, were ta- there was a hard times. All you millennials out there, yeah. <laughs> listen here, you whippersnappers. <laughs> yeah, dude. You millennials don't know <laughs> shit about searching for music, yeah. you fucking snot rags. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, dude. And, uh, These guys used to have to, like, just, like, when they were on tour with bands like Sonic Youth or whatever, like, mm-hmm. have it mapped out or, like, have an actual map to follow. And then Map you hit a strong. Oh, you dude. hit a payphone to call the venue. Fuck yeah, like, dude! You got it yo. written on the back of a cart, or you have your list yeah. of like promoters and phone numbers and shit. Yeah, no emails. Yeah, shit. And they got to play appeal session, and this is like, I I hope they issue this one to vinyl because I would I would love to get it. It's not on vinyl. Uh, I'm not sure it is yet. Mm. Or if cool. they did, it's probably worth quite a bit amount of money because it's relatively yeah there's always there's always a bootleg out there somewhere (laughs) dude my buddy just told me about this dude that in europe that i guess has a lathe and he'll make you like an acetate of any track on 45 for like 40 dollars wow like whatever like you send him like a high res wave file and he'll press it on wax. Hmm. Obviously, it's acetate, so it's kind of like a shittier quality, and like yeah. it's gonna really wear down the more you play yeah, it, like yeah. easier than vinyl would. But just to be able to have this like obscure songs or whatever you want for the like vinyl DJ set is yeah. so sick. <laughs> yeah, dude, <laughs> that is kind of shouts out to that dude. That's a hustle right there. That you know, is he's crazy. getting hit up like a fucking crazy person. I bet. Yeah. Can't knock the hustle, man. Must be an expensive hustle, though. Oh, to get a fucking lathe? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> That's why he's hustling, dude. Yeah. He's got to pay off that lathe. For sure. Yeah. For sure. He got it on his American Express. Well, dog, Andrew, O'Neill, thank you 
Pleasure, so much, dog. dude. It's been fun, man. Yeah, thank you so much. Oh, it's for great selections me. and it's good times. You got me stoned to the bone. <laughs> Tight. I'm fucking high. Thanks, dude. It's a pie in the sky. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is uh, Al Lover. We're going to sign out on this Elevated Transmission podcast. And peace be with y'all. Take it easy. Yeah. Yeah, y'all, that was my interview with my man Andrew O'Neill from the band Mondo Drag and Novellis um, and San Francisco repping. Need to turn my phone off. That's what I, one thing I forget to do is turn my phone off, uh, remember what I'm talking about, uh, stay consistent, be a good interviewer. There's lots of things I'm working on. Working out the kinks, guys. This is how many episodes now? I don't know, like 8th, 7th, 8th. I'm not really sure which one we're on. But um, yeah, this has been so much fun doing this. And um, I'm so happy to have the platform to reach all of y'all and um, maybe expose you to some new music, expose myself to some new music, um, some old music, lots of stuff. There's, there's tracks that people are bringing through that I've loved for years. There's tracks that I've never heard in my life. I don't even know who the artist is. So it's this great experience um, to sit down with people and just chop it up about music, stories, um, you know, their life, my life, all sorts of cool, interesting things. At least I find them interesting. I hope you do as well. But yeah, again, um, leave comments. Let me know what you're digging, what you're not. Uh, if it's goofy, if it's sloppy, like, you know, I'm going to just do it the way I do it, but I'd love to hear the feedback and, um, you know, I want to, I want to grow, uh, with this endeavor and, uh, and do the best I can at it. So, um, right now we got the training wheels on one day I'll be riding on two wheels y'all, maybe even doing a wheelie. We'll see. But I really appreciate y'all rocking with us. Uh, so I'm just going to sign off here. This is Al Lover with the Elevated Transmission Podcast. Elevated Transmissions Podcast. I feel like I say that. I don't say that correctly all the time, which is kind of hilarious because it's the name of the goddamn podcast. But yeah, signing off here with the Elevated Transmissions Podcast. Peace be with you. <laughs>